statinphobia, why many people are missing their chance to prevent heart attacks and strokes. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we'll be talking about cholesterol-lowering medications called statins on Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician in Apex, North Carolina. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us today, and we'd like to take just a moment to thank the companies that support Access Health Radio. We'd like to thank Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than even the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. We'd also like to thank We Care Pharmacy in Apex for sponsoring our show. You can check them out at WeCarePharmacyApex.com. They have great uh, customer service in our local pharmacy. And we'd also like to thank Wake Family Eye Care and Dr. Badwan over there who support the show. Uh, You can check them out at WakeFamilyEyeCare.com, and their number is 919-859-0777. We're talking statins today, and Dr. Forrest, as you are well aware, there's a lot of misinformation out there about statins, what they do, how they do it, how effective they are. Uh, So it's probably going to generate some questions for you today. If folks have a question for you, how can they get in touch with you? Well, uh, if they want to send a question and possibly have it answered on the show, they can send us an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And if they miss part of the show or they want to hear something over again after the show or tell a friend or family member about it, they can have them listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com. We also upload to Apple Podcasts. So if they listen to Apple Podcasts, they can also find it there. Um, And if they'd like to find out about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to ACCHealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or they can call 919-363-0190. Well, as we mentioned, we're talking statin medications today. And doctors, Google and YouTube have a lot to say about these statins. And unfortunately, a lot of it is simply not backed up by scientific facts. I'm hoping you can clear up some of the uh, the myths that are uh, rep- prevalent on social media uh, about these statin drugs. What are these statin drugs all about anyway, Dr. Forrest? Well, Mike, one of the most frustrating things as a physician um, I see is when people choose not to follow good advice, you know, especially, you know, they're paying for good advice and sometimes they just won't follow it. And there are several areas where you know, due either to people's cultural background or maybe their lack of health education or sometimes even, you know, what I call cult-like beliefs that can originate on social media. Um, And sometimes it seems like people just ignore common sense. Um, And worse than that, they ignore expert medical advice sometimes that they're paying for. Um, And, you know, some of these areas include things like vaccinations, uh, you know, treatment of depression, And what we're going to talk about today is what I call statinphobia, and it's this fear of taking cholesterol medicines, and I just, I see it as a really serious problem, Um, and it leads to people sort of getting in the way of their own health care, and, you know, the biggest obstacle to them getting healthy and preventing strokes and heart attacks sometimes is sort of their stubbornness about this issue. Well, I've experienced that in in my own life with friends of mine, uh, Dr. Forrest. What are the reasons for this statin phobia? 
Well, you know, there are numerous reasons that this has become more common, especially over the last few years. The number one culprit seems to be myths and misinformation from the Internet um, and social media. And, you know, often patients will say to me, uh, well, I saw an actual medical doctor on YouTube and he said that lowering cholesterol had no benefit and that nobody should take statins due to side effects. And, you know, when I when I hear somebody say that, my answer to that is that, number one, much of the social media channels like YouTube are driven by controversy and things that shock people and that are going to they feel like direct them directly. And so the truth is, you know, with those channels, the more people that watch a video, the more money those people make. So some of these I've seen some of these videos and some of these doctors, you know, they get a million views on these controversial videos. And what people don't sometimes understand is those doctors have left practice, are now full-time YouTube stars, and make all of their revenue saying things they don't believe in. So, you know, if you confront the, the folks, uh, if you confront those physicians, and in fact, I have one that I personally know that has about a million views on there, um, he'll say, well, my YouTube channel is for entertainment purposes only, and I get more views by saying things that will get people's attention. He said, even though I take a statin myself and prescribe it for my own patients, hmm. I had to put something on social media that would make people click. So that's his own admission. And this was from somebody that uh, went to to same medical school I went to. So wow. uh, there are even people out there that write columns for newspapers um, that seem to have some medical credentials and they don't believe the things they write. Um, I have personal knowledge of some columnists that themselves take statins, but they are always writing articles scaring people about statins. Even though they want their own family and themselves personally to take them, it gets more headlines and gets more attention when people sort of bring up this controversial topic. So then the, the last culprit, I think, is sort of word of mouth within families uh, where someone will say, well, so-and-so in our family, uncle this or uh, grandma that, mm -hmm. in our family took one of those and it nearly killed them, right? And, and these sort of anecdotal stories and from family and friends, it's not based on facts. It's not that a doctor said that's what happened. It's a family member said that's what happened. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, the thing is, people don't understand the cause and effect versus what we call sort of relational or just observational. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of times people that are on cholesterol medicines are older patients. Well, who typically has arthritis pains and aches and pains? Well, Older people have that more. So people have sort of associated statins with pains and arthritis and these things. And the arthritis part is just, you know, makes no sense at all. Uh, the little bit of truth that we'll get into in a second is this thing about the muscle issue. Um, but again, older patients tend to have those symptoms, you know, whether they're on a symptom or not. So um, you've got to be careful, especially when there's sort of some shock value or, you know, it's something that scares the public. That's what people will click on. And that's the articles people will read and the people writing those and producing those videos, they know that. So um, the word of mouth, you really have to be careful about, um, you know, many times. Uh, and in fact, you shared with me earlier off air that, you know, you've got somebody that you've had some experience with like that. And uh, many times that's the that's the case. You know, somebody says, you know, I can't take any statins. Every single one I have a side effect. For. Right. Well, the truth is a doctor didn't tell them that. They told themselves that, right? Mm -hmm. And they assumed that a lot of times. So you have to really watch out for that. And this is a person, by the way, with a history of heart trouble. 
so it you know it distresses me uh, to no end when when she tells me things like this. Now, uh, but uh, let's be honest here. I mean, we're, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna flip on you here. Most medications have do have some side effects, and and that that needs to be uh, disclosed, right, doctor? Absolutely. So, you know, almost any medication on the planet has side effects. Um, however, they're much rarer than people think. Um, a recent, in fact, a recent study on statins specifically actually did something that I think was a little tricky. It was a little devious. Mm. Um, but what they did is, you know, most studies have a placebo group. Right. And placebo group, they give them pills that actually don't have any medication in them. And what they did in this study is they took thousands of people and they lied to them. They they told the placebo group that they were actually taking a statin. Mm -hmm. And then they told the group that was actually on the statins that they were on a placebo with no medication in it. Mm. And guess what happened? The people that reported the side effects were the people who weren't on the statin, but who thought they were on the statin. Wow. And uh, this study was so powerful that they actually, people have been talking about what they call now the nocebo effect, not the placebo effect, mm. but the nocebo effect. And that means that people actually have side effects because of the side effects they expect to have, even if they're not on the actual medication. Um, and, you know, after this study came out, even some of the warnings and cautions that had been in place before about statins turned out to be much less important. Um, and so we don't, we don't pay as much attention to those as we used to. Um, now, here's the thing. A lot of myths do start with a grain of truth. And so here's the grain of truth. Some of the older statins that were first invented years and years ago, they actually were derived from something natural called red yeast rice. And they did occasionally cause a specific type of muscle pain. Uh, that original statin, by the way, was called Lovastatin. Uh, and generally speaking, people shouldn't be on that one anymore because it's older and outdated and there's much better options. Um, and it could also cause some liver problems. And since then, we have gone through several generations of statins. And this latest generation is so much safer than the original ones. The estimate is that it's only about one in 30,000 people that will have a significant side effect, like what we call rhabdomyolysis. That's that sort of muscle breakdown. Mm -hmm. So that side effect can also be tested for with a routine blood test. And, Mike, I'm here to tell you, I've tested for that for 21 years in my practice, and I've only had one test ever come back positive in 21 years that showed any of those muscle things going on mm. there. So, uh, so yes, any medication can have side effects, but for people who are at risk for a stroke or heart attack, you know, they might have a 30% risk of a stroke or a heart attack, and that's a much worse potential side effect than having a little muscle pain, right? Mm -hmm. um, so with all the medications, you always want to consider the risk and benefits and those should be compared, but I, I really like to use the analogy of, you know, you're going down the road and you're on a bicycle, and um, you have a choice. A bug can fly into your face, and really that's going to sting like crazy, or <laughs> you can be run over on that bicycle by a Mack truck. And so it'd be kind of silly to say, you know what, I'm not going to get hit by the bug because I want to get hit by the Mack truck. And a lot of times that's what we're saying here when you're, you're saying I want to avoid this very minimal very rare side effect, 
when the alternative is I'm definitely going to have a stroke and be paralyzed on one side, right? It, it just doesn't kind of make sense. Yeah, I, I'll I'll take the bug in the teeth every time on that one. <laughs> I really, really will. Now, uh, straight ahead, Dr. Forrest is going to come back. He's got more information on the statins, particularly these new kind of statins, much different from those original ones he was just talking about as well. And, of course, we've got our Access Health trivia of the week straight ahead here on access health radio we are talking statins today and statin phobia here on access health radio i'm mike davis with board certified family physician dr brian forrest uh, dr forrest you you've told us about some of these myths and misinformation that is running rampant on social media about statin drugs what are the statins that you tend to see the lowest side effects with uh, the ones that you mainly use yeah that's a great question mike so i frequently use either rosuvastatin which used to go by the brand name crestor or atorvastatin which used to go by the brand name lipitor and you know both of those medications are generic now and low cost. I mean, they're typically under $5 for a month supply, and that's even without any insurance. Um, they also are some of the newest of these medications, and they've shown to be much more effective for preventing heart attacks and strokes than some of those earlier ones were. Um, they also have less drug interactions. They have less side effects than some of the older statins. Um, and resuvastatin is my go-to statin. Um, as some of the recent studies have shown, it even reduces the risk of dementia and memory loss. And, uh, you know, it's also, you know, people were always worried about their liver and statins and things like that. Well, the resuvastatin, you actually, you know, you, you get rid of it through urination. It doesn't even go through your liver. Uh, and, that, and so we don't even have to worry about it, even in people that have significant liver problems. And there's another one that's kind of lesser known. It's called patavastatin. And it, uh, it's less used. It's the only one that still is a brand name. Um, but it has a reputation as the least likely to cause any muscle problems, but it's generally more expensive. You have to, you have to get it somewhere that's going to give a deep discount. Like Marley drug has a really good price on that. I think it's about 90% less than the going rate. Mm. Um, but, but it's kind of a niche medicine for people that just want to do that. And that's specifically what they're worried about. And there's another statin that's very well tolerated called Pravastatin. But the reason I don't use that very much anymore is that it's it's much less effective than the atorvastatin and the resuvastatin. All right. Straight up, Dr. Forrest, let, let's put our money where our mouth is here. Just straight up, are you willing for you or your family to take these statins yourselves? Man, Mike, that is a great question. And uh, I also think that's a question patients should always ask their own doctor about any medication. Hmm. Um, if your doctor is not willing to take a medicine for themselves or their family, you shouldn't be willing to take it either. Right. So, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I actually do. I take resuvastatin myself. Uh, I've also taken atorvastatin as well in the past. And I have had multiple family members who take statins as well. And I have no problem, you know, when they ask about that, saying, no, I think that's fine. I think that's totally the thing you should do. Mm -hmm. And in fact, last year, after this study came out saying that resuvastatin actually was shown to prevent Alzheimer's disease, I actually asked my own physician to increase my statin dose on resuvastatin because I wanted to be on something that was going to reduce my risk of Alzheimer's another 15%. Wow. Um, so, 
you know, over the last 10 years, um, just, again, I'm, this is just personal, so I'm violating my own HIPAA uh, rights here. <laughs> um, you know, I have seen cholesterol blockages that were present on my carotid artery ultrasound totally disappear. Hmm. So, so 10 years ago, I had blockages, uh, have taken statins now, I guess, nine or 10 years. And recently, this was about six months ago, had another carotid ultrasound, and it said every single one of those was totally gone. So, you know, the, the truth is, other than controlling blood pressure, which we've talked about on the show before, is very important. We don't have anything more effective for preventing strokes and heart attacks than the statins. So, Dr. Forrest, you know, some people are going to say, I knew somebody that was taking statins and they had a heart attack or a stroke. What do you say to them? Well, it's true. Yeah, that's uh, that does happen. First, uh, many times, you know, before cholesterol medicines get started, lots of blockages have already accumulated. So, you know, we know that cholesterol buildup can start in your arteries, even in your 20s. So if someone blocks those arteries up for 50 years and then they start a statin, it will help. It, in fact, it may reduce their risk by as much as 50% of having a heart attack. But something could still happen if they've been blocking up those arteries for 50 years. Second, you know, cholesterol is important as a risk factor for heart attacks and stroke and dementia. But remember, cholesterol is not the only thing. Uh, blood pressure is actually the most important risk factor for heart attacks and strokes. Diabetes, smoking, and other lifestyle factors like exercise and diet also play a huge role. So I always tell people their top priority always should be blood pressure. Their second priority for cardiovascular disease should be cholesterol. Third should be making sure they stop smoking and then also controlling their blood sugar as much as possible. So if somebody is controlling all of those risk factors, not just cholesterol, they can reduce their cardiovascular risk by as much as 99%. Well, that's pretty significant. And I bet I know what this is going to be. It's time now for the Access Health Tip of the Week, Doc. So whether or not you need a statin depends on several things. Your age, your other risk factors, and your lifestyle play a role. You can actually use free apps online or on your phone to calculate your own risk. So if you just search for the ASCVD calculator uh, online, you can check that out. And if your calculated risk is under 5%, you might not need a statin. However, as you get older or other things change in that calculator, those values, your risk might go up over time. And once it gets over about 7.5% with a LDL or bad cholesterol over 100 we almost always recommend a statin for those folks. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, our Access Health Trivia of the Week. Welcome back. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. Dr. Forrest, time for our Trivia of the Week. Well, the trivia is that one reason the statins get so much attention is that they are the most prescribed drugs. Year to year, other than pain medication, they are usually the most prescribed medication class with a torvastatin being the most prescribed for several years now. Right, uh, very quickly, Dr. Forrest, what are some of the key takeaways uh, about statins you'd like people to know? Well, first, don't take the advice of someone on social media or YouTube. It's over your personal health care provider. Second, despite any conspiracy theories out there, if your clinician recommends a statin for you, it's not because they're going to get paid for prescribing that. It's because they want the best outcomes for you. And lastly, with any medication, you want to carefully consider the benefits and risks and make a shared decision with your healthcare provider. If they're willing to take it, then you should too. Our scripture this week is from Romans 6, 1 and 2. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? 
Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show. We look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.